0: Welcome to the Hoopstradamus podcast, I'm Adam Schalf and we have a very special guest today, all the way from Salt Lake City, Fox 13's Andrea Urban, and one of my old childhood friends, how about that, <laughs> talking some hoops just like the good old days. How are you Andrea?
1: Hey Adam, doing really well, um, I was waiting for like some pew, 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 to go off right there with that introduction. Oh yeah, I'll put them <laughs> in in
0: post-production. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks for having me. I'm I'm excited to talk uh, some playoff NBA basketball in August.
0: Yeah. What is going on? (laughs) Like, literally. Trust
1: me. I was mentally prepared to travel for the playoffs with the Jazz, um, and now I watch the playoffs from my couch. So I
0: understand
1: that uh, the world is weird right now, but the bright side is, is we've got basketball to talk about.
0: Yeah, yeah. And before we get into that, I just want to say, like, the NBA has done a remarkable job making this possible. I think they're really the golden standard of professional sports right now is how to uh, make it work despite having this pandemic. There are no COVID cases within the bubble. They've done an awesome job in the product that is the games we're watching have been absolutely spectacular.
1: Absolutely. That's what I was agree with you 100%. Zero positive tests. Um, I mean, Mike, we were going to talk about it, but Mike Conley, for example, like Donovan Mitchell posted a video of him, like, knocking on his window, like, locked inside his hotel room <laughs> because they are so serious about that four-day quarantine. And again, yes. zero positive tests. Now, MLB, struggle bus. Don't know yes. if we're going to see that. College football, obviously going through the struggle bus. The other league that I do want to tip my hat to, and that's just because I work with them, is the MLS. Okay. Uh, they really did they were in Orlando too and they did the MLs's back tournament and they uh did have positive tests but overall ran a good tournament and now they have actually a regular season starting uh this weekend so
0: wow
1: yeah so soccer will be played too professional soccer will be played too I mean not that it's basketball but truly the NBA has done an outstanding job my weirdest thing that I'm struggling to get used to still is those um virtual oh
0: yeah very strange
1: fans it's kind
0: of creepy yeah
1: yeah well even if the real even the real people who like jump on the zoom calls and like are on there like little wayne was on there during the lakers yeah (laughs) i i uh, according to donovan mitchell it doesn't the crowd doesn't sound like anything and if anything it's a little annoying and distracting he said Hmm. i could see that So you hear, woo, but like, it's like, what was that? Is that an owl? Like, that's kind of of that vibe. So, but you're right. Hats off to uh, the NBA.
0: Instead of the virtual fans, I think they should uh, get real weird with it. Like, so let's say it's the uh, (laughs) Toronto Raptors against the, uh, well, I'm trying to think of a good example, that the Milwaukee Bucks, right? I want a bunch of bucks with antlers and all, like real life bucks and then uh, oh cgi God. raptors so you know really represent the brand that way instead so what of, the heck
1: is. would it be for jazz just some guy playing some, yeah some
0: guys with the flute maybe some jazz flute you know some a, a whole a section of brass instruments
1: of course
0: you know i'm a big fan of the dave brubeck cor- quartet maybe they can uh wow pop in you know? Also a little bit of money, but totally worth it. it, it I think it would totally be worth it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> from jazz to jazz and Nuggets. Yeah. I don't know what the Nuggets would be—chicken Nuggets, maybe Nuggets of Gold.
1: Yeah, they uh, their mascot's like a lion or an or a animal, some
0: sort of Rocky Mountain uh, jungle, or some cat. sort of cat. Yeah, like a, yeah. Like a some <laughs> sort of cat. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Rocky is his name. Yeah. <laughs> He's the pretty Ball. athletic. I, I mean going to a few jazz games seeing some of the stuff he's doing uh at halftime. He's got nothing on uh Benny the Bull, who is the goat. Yeah, Benny
1: was. the Bull is actually kinda like I've heard he's kinda like like he doesn't put up with like crap, like he's kind of a bully, like he will put you in your place. I've seen that like viral video of him like dumping soda on like a guy's head. Oh yeah. Benny's
0: a badass. He's a savage. He's a savage. Yeah. I'm a
1: savage. <laughs> you, can,
0: uh, <laughs> you can tell that, you know, he he's he seen a lot of Michael Jordan basketball with that mentality. But <laughs> I digress. Anyway, yeah, Jazz Nuggets. So I, I'm not going to lie. I, I underestimated the Jazz a little bit. Both these teams are a, a little dinged up, but I thought the absence of uh, Bogdanovich and the initial absence of Mike Conley were going to make it a little one-sided. That hasn't been the case. We got a one-one series, and you know, if we're counting up all the scores together, that the Jazz are winning this after uh, handily dismantling the uh, Nuggets yesterday. Wow!
1: I thought I was watching a game of NBA Two K. I was like, "Who's got the cheat codes on? What is <laughs> going on?" Because here's the thing: uh, Game one, you see fifty-seven out of Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. I look at that as Donovan Mitchell versus everybody mm-hmm. essentially like the Detroit verse, everybody like that. That's what I see. And when it's Donovan Mitchell versus everybody, we can't win. Right. But when we play team basketball and we talked about this on the last time we talked to you and I, um, we saw a lot of jazz basketball ball mm-hmm. movement along the perimeter and then a corner three that falls from guys like Jordan Clarkson and, uh, Mr. Joe Ingalls jingle stepping up jingles i've never heard
0: that one but i love that
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. we call him we call him jingles so 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 he was stepping up lately too and that's what we needed and we in game one again just donovan but in game two ball sharing uh basket buckets were falling and uh people like jordan clarkson and rudy gobert were really stepping up
0: yeah and we have kind of texted about the jazz. You're my favorite jazz person to text. You know, I try well, to have somebody so. for every, every team, you know? And so <laughs> you are that person when I'm watching the jazz and I remember texting you a few weeks ago, like what is going on with Jordan Clarkson? But yeah. then he turns around, he's got a new career playoff high as of yesterday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I was calling him bricks. I was, I was called bricks <laughs> after bricks, uh, out of Jordan Clarkson. And, uh, I really can't even tell you what it is about him because during the actual season, BC, before COVID, mm-hmm. he was that go-to six man. I yeah. When Jordan would sub in the game, I mentally was like, all right, we're going to have a different game now. Like, mm-hmm. I had so much confidence in Jordan. And then, you know, we go through those eight regular season games in the bubble, and I'm going, okay, get the ball out of Jordan's hands. So it's a very interesting... I. I just don't know. You can't really even discredit the guy because what they're doing in the bubble is a totally different game of basketball. Yeah. Not talking about just the game itself, but just how they're doing things and maybe, maybe getting used to playing in like an empty gym. Yeah, maybe. It, and the sh- and it, 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 it's weird when you don't see a crowd and you don't see the loudness and it's, it's a whole new vibe. I and mean, we even saw it out at of a, at a LeBron getting comfortable too. And Um, But finally the jazz adjusted and I think they also did a really good job of shutting down Jokic Mm -hmm. and Jokic and Rudy Gobert are finally battling when before it was the Joker show and Rudy was falling down and and we saw that big block by Rudy and that's the kind of fire that the jazz actually stand a chance and I'm going to say it right now. I think it's 4-3 Jazz.
0: Wow. Okay. I think it's 4-3 Nuggets. We'll see. Oh! (laughs) But, uh, you know, talking about some of these guys who are are missing, one guy who I think would really help uh, with guarding some of the guards on Utah would be your old college buddy, Gary Harris. Because I think the Nuggets really, really are missing his presence defensively. He's also a really good catch-and-shoot action for them But both these teams are missing some crucial role players right now. And I don't think that Nuggets necessarily have an answer for Donovan Mitchell and maybe not an answer for uh, Jordan Clarkson because really the only perimeter defender that you could throw on those guys might be Torrey Craig. Jamal Murray is not a great defender. And, uh, I mean, shoot, even Will Barton has played pretty good this year. So I think it's hurting not having those guys.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. And well, here's the thing. I mean, Jamal Murray is an offensive machine. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And we talked about. I mean, and we don't want to talk about defense. We had Joe Ingles guarding Jamal Murray in Game One, and uh, and we should have had Royce because Royce O'Neal is a little bit faster than Joe. Joe's a lazy player, so that's kind of where we see Jamal Murray as a problem. But yeah, shutting down Donovan Mitchell. Here's the thing. Like, like you, like I agree with you. I. I doubted the jazz going into this series because the nuggets have these offensive powers and yeah, they're missing Gary Harris, but it's not like they can't get it done. I just think yesterday the Utah jazz turned on gosh, what, turbo mode? I don't... Yeah. Quinn Snyder talked about the adjustments that needed to be made, and the key adjustments were shutting down offensive powers, like Jokic from three, Mm -hmm. and Jamal Murray on those Mm drive-and-score crafty layups that he seems to knock down. So that's what the adjustments were, and I think that we saw that from the Jazz.
0: I think we are going to continue to see this chess match play out between Mike Malone and Quinn Snyder. And honestly... Two of the very best coaches in the NBA. Just a very fun style of uh, team ball that they uh, both kind of bring to the table. So they're kind of similar. I think Mike Malone is usually a good defensive coach, but they've had a lot of trouble guarding that three-point shot this year. And without Barton and Harris, I think they're having a little bit more trouble than they would. With those guys defensively, uh, I mean, we talked about Jamal Murray being a really good offensive player, not a great defensive player. You can say the same thing about Michael Porter Jr., who's oh my God. really uh, come to play. But, shoot, I don't know who you can put him on and feel good about it because the Jazz, as you said, love to spread it out and uh, kill you from the perimeter.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And here's the thing, and we haven't really touched upon this yet. We are missing Boyan Bogdanovich. And we are currently missing Mike Conley. Now, a lot of people have different opinions on Mike Conley. We pay Mike Conley a lot of money. Lots of monies. To sit on the bench for most of the season because he was going through that injury. Mm. But Mike Conley, when he's on the court, I'll be honest, he has this almost like calm, cool, keen, collective just vibe when he's out there. And you see it like – even you see young guys like Donovan Mitchell, who's normally the leader when Mike Conley's out there, I think Donovan can breathe a little and play his game versus mm-hmm. feeling like he needs to put the whole team on his back, which is what we saw in game one. So Mike Conley is said to be back by game three. So how it works in the bubble is four mornings of testing negative. So Conley got back right after his son's birth, Elijah Conley. Congratulations to Mike. Very and cute
0: baby. Love. Very cute. Yeah. Very
1: cute also very um, funny because Conley actually went back to Ohio for the birth and uh, on ESPN they kept saying Mike flew back to Salt Lake City for his child's birth and I wanted to be like I wanted to be like like, did no one tell him that he's not in Salt Lake City?
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness.
1: Not where he's at.
0: ESPN. Making mistakes.
1: Pull it together guys. Come Um, on. um, But Mike is back and we should have him by game three and I think his keen mindset and personality and just veteranship is going to help this team compete against the Nuggets. And again, still with the Nuggets, still without who they're without, is going to allow the Jazz to stand a chance.
0: Yeah, yeah, well said. So how have they navigated these treacherous waters without Bogdanovich and Conley so far. That's my question for you because frankly that's why I thought they were in trouble going into the series. That's why I initially said Nuggets in 6. I'm backtracking fast. Jazz <laughs> might win this. So, how how are they making it happen? How, what have you seen?
1: Well, I mean, and we kind of touched upon it, Jordan Clarkson, man, this he's he's a key player and a lot of people were upset with quinn snyder for not starting jordan clarkson when mike conley was out we started Jawan morgan which not a lot of people know that guy's name. i'd never heard of
0: him in my life
1: here's the thing Jawan morgan had i think three points in the game that he started but he did exactly what we needed him to do and he played defense and he shared and he shared the ball he shared the ball. Every single time the ball got into his hands, he was dishing it fast to someone else. Mm-hmm. So I honestly credit Jawan Morgan for being the kid who's been warming up that bench for so long and because they're able to use him. And that's the thing is, why not Jordan Clarkson? Why not Jordan Clarkson? Because here's the thing, Jordan Clarkson thrives as a sixth man. He thrives to come in rested and start putting up those threes. So I'm going to credit Jordan Clarkson Joan Morgan, and actually recently Joe Ingles because okay. Joe Ingles sees the floor very well. He
0: really does.
1: And Joe Ingles is the, I'm going to dish it to Rudy Gobert and Rudy's going to get this done. Joe doesn't necessarily care about how much points he puts down. Joe is constantly reading what's the best way for me to help everybody else make this work.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's kind of, I mean, shoot, he's, he's one of the best passing forwards in the NBA straight up yeah it 's and it 's so weird because he looks
1: almost tired when he's he doing looks like
0: it. a math teacher <laughs> all right like that 's my opinion. He looks like someone who 's going to teach you the Pythagorean theorem, not someone <laughs> who is going to school you. Uh, from the perimeter but here yeah. he is you know <laughs>
1: here he is here he is and he was getting confident yesterday or yesterday yeah he was doing some pull-up threes and I was like oh man Joe is feeling himself <laughs> oh <Slow just> Joe just <laughs> pulling up and um he had this push shot the other the other day it was perfect shot I mean push shot and and uh our jazz announcers on at t Sportsnet called it and there's the lazy push shot from Joe Ingles and I'm like you know what that is perfectly exactly what it is to lazy push up.
0: <laughs> I feel like it'd be so frustrating guarding him because you'd look at this guy and be like, Oh, I, I, he's not doing anything. But then you're like, what, what the hell? How's, how's he getting these shots off? He's so slow. How, you know, yeah. this guy's like going bald in the back of his head you know yes. he just hops in over from australia and cooks me you know i don't know i feel like i would be really frustrated
1: He <laughs> do he totally he totally is that way and i think that's also kind of a um, mystery factor about the jazz is because if joe isn't uh, shots aren't falling for Joe. He will pull through in some other way. Mm-hmm. So I I think that Joe Jordan Clarkson and Juan Morgan have been our uh, three Musketeer. How about that? Um, filling in for Bogey, and I want to credit Mike Conley too because he did help during those regular season wins. Yeah, those and those he really
0: season. stepped up his game. He looked like Grizzlies Mike Conley finally. Yep.
1: Yep. I agree. I agree. I mean, it's cause he's healthy when mm-hmm. that whole quarantine, that whole shutdown actually allowed Mike Conley to heal, to heal up. And, and those are the kinds of things is like, okay, quarantine sucked, but players like Conley got to build and come back and be what we thought that they were going to be from mm-hmm. day one.
0: That's a, a good way of putting it. And uh, they're, the nuggets are going to have their hands full. Tomorrow, We're recording this on Thursday afternoon, uh, so tomorrow it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Now, we, we talked about well, – actually, I asked you, I texted you anything else you want to touch on, and you brought up Dame Dalla who you know we've been talking about a ton lately uh we've been blowing him up on instagram uh coach leo one of our uh contributors put together a nice little music video i thought that was pretty cool but anyway i'm very excited to talk about uh damian lillard and the blazers who are now up 1-0 on the los angeles lakers who would have thought what are your thoughts
1: Yeah. So here's my first, here's my first thing I'd like to add is why I, why I adore Damian Lillard is he is that chip on the shoulder underdog. Watch me prove you all wrong kind of guy. So Damian Lillard actually graduated from Weber state, which is right here in Ogden, Utah. And you, and that's the thing is, you look at the Weber State big sky basketball team, and you're like, well, these guys maybe will go play abroad. But Damian Lillard said, no, watch me. And just like recently in the bubble, we got Pat Beverly laughing, saying that Damian Lillard's going to Cancun in a couple games. And look at him now, eight seed facing a one seed, and we don't know who's going to win it. Mm-hmm. And that is insane. I, so I actually wrote this down. So Damian Lillard during the regular season, 51 points against the Sixers. 61 against Dallas, 42 against Brooklyn, and then 31 against the Grizzlies to make that eighth seed. And then he dropped 34 in that first game and he made it look easy. Mm -hmm. And when a player's hot like that, you don't want to face him. And here's my other thought. And then I'll let you talk because I get passionate about (laughs) Davia Lillard. LeBron and AD and Kuzma and all those guys have been walking through the first eight games because it didn't it didn't matter they were walking through they were playing uh pickup basketball yes had enjoying themselves
0: going through the motions
1: and i think they got to game one and essentially went
0: holy shit (laughs) oh we just got punched in the mouth
1: yes and that and and now it's time for us to play so i'm not going to discredit the lakers i don't think that this is going to be an easy game two tonight but they are going to come back with some adjustments because I think they're going to get a kick in their butts, essentially, because they were cruising and they can't cruise against Damian Miller.
0: No, they can't. And I think uh, it's very interesting right now. We talked about how there has been a huge break and people have gotten healthy. Well, let me tell you about the Bosnian beast and why he is a key factor in this series. Uh, having Yusuf Nurkic, who is a modern old school center. What do I mean by that? He is someone who can play the old school game and absolutely beat you up down low. Cause he's so strong. Yeah. But he also is, in my opinion, the third best passing center in the entire league behind only Jokic and Bam out of And so he's opening things up uh, and really contributing to this inside outside game. They're able to play mm-hmm. now on the other end. You put him along Hassan Whiteside, and all of a sudden you have two twin towers to shut down Anthony Davis and LeBron James, who obviously like to get to the rim. Yes. And so I think Nurkic's return is huge. Uh, Trent hasn't had a great series so far, but uh, Gary Trent Jr. has been huge in the bubble. And having one more guy who can step up. And then Carmelo Anthony just hopped in the time machine. And yes. now he is playing. And this dude has a chip on his shoulder the size of Pride Rock right now. And he's about to show the Lion King James that this, the, the sequel is uh, starring Carmelo Anthony here. Because I think he's about to take that throne, if you will. Wow. Wow. Uh,
1: that was very well said, Adam. Uh, Thank you. Just, you. Right you off the dome, collect. You just connected the whole <laughs> the whole thing. Lion King thing. <laughs> and, 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 well, here's the and here's the thing: it was uh, I got I forget what game it was, but it was Carmelo Anthony with the dagger, I think, to end the regular season. Maybe it was mm-hmm. the Grizzlies.
0: Yeah, that's made a lot of big shots lately.
1: That is what we need out of this Trailblazer team. I'm, if any team other than the Jazz that I'm supporting, it is the Trailblazers, because. Those eight regular season games mattered yeah. to this team. Yeah. It mattered. The whole reason that uh, essentially some of these teams came back was because they had the opportunity to battle, to, uh, to earn their spot. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing but respect for what uh, they have built. Yeah. Like, and here's one more thing I'd like to add. How about the Phoenix Suns?
0: Oh, ooh, I wish they could have snuck in. Going. first day of uh, you know? the playoffs, I wore my throwback Suns jersey just to honor them, just to pay my respect. Yep. Because, shoot, that's going to be a really, really fun team next year.
1: 8-0 in the bubble, and Devin Booker and company is going to just have to sit this one out. But shout out to D-Book, man, because that guy is a walking bucket.
0: Yeah, as long as the Kardashians don't steal his powers like we've seen oh, before. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, all team Kendall Jenner. He's Oof. on he the starting lineup for that one.
0: Yikes. Yikes there. <laughs> uh, another thing about that series that I think is interesting and one of the reasons – so I, I hedged my bets here, all right? On okay. Hoopstradamus, I said Lakers in seven. On Running with the Bulls, I said Blazers in seven. And so – I I did kind of hedge my bets here, but I've been talking to my friends about it, and I've been saying, look, the Blazers could win this series, and they might just do it. Obviously, the Lakers, I kind of expected them to have that gear, but maybe walking through the motion, uh, maybe they're a little lethargic still. Maybe they still got to wake up. That's what it looks like. But one key piece of their puzzle that is missing right now that separates the regular season Lakers uh, to the Lakers that we're seeing right now is – perimeter defense and Mm. you have rajon rondo and avery bradley who are two of your best guys on the perimeter they're missing them sorely and not having those guys you're not going to shut down game and cj but you can annoy them and rajon rondo is one of the most annoying players in the history of the world and so not having those guys out there i i think it hurts them and uh alex caruso is a good defender but he is getting absolutely cooked Yes, that's okay. He's doing his best. But I look at the Blazers roster, and I see a deeper team. And I see floor spacing. And I see, like, don't get me wrong, I'm sure the Lakers are hungry. But sometimes, you know, it's like that eye of the tiger song, you know what I mean? Like, the... See, I did the Lion King thing. Now I can't even talk about Rocky. Uh, but basically, you know, the, the contender, the, the person with that chip on their shoulder, the clubber Lang, if you will, sometimes they come out a little hungrier than the person who's all, already had the taste of that glory. And right. this Blazers team doesn't give a shit if the other team or the media or the fans don't believe in them because they believe yes. in themselves. And that yes. shows. And they're going to come out guns a-blazin', man. And another thing is if Damian Lillard's taken 14 threes a game and he's hitting on 40 plus percent of those, that's trouble. That's unbelievable.
1: Tru- unbelievable. Damian Lillard cannot be stopped right now, but I'm hearing a lot of people being like, well, I have faith in King James. I have faith that King James can do it. Throwback to when the Warriors had the three, two lead or whatever. And yeah, but this is completely different circumstances and we are in a bubble and there is so much more. I mean, after these games, these players see each other on the campus. So it's a weird dynamic right now. And that's the thing is we can sit here and just talk about what we expect from each team, but we really don't know.
0: Yeah. And I got to give, go go ahead, go ahead.
1: It's just going to be a wild ride.
0: Yeah. That's all. I got to give credit to uh, one of our contributors, Gabriel Wilkins, as well. We talked about the potential for this series uh, right before the play game started. We both said the Blazers are going to win, and then it's going to be a really competitive series with the Lakers. And we both agreed, hey, who knows, the Blazers could win. But he made a really interesting point about LeBron James here, and that is all the other championship runs he's had, he's had a – shooting guard or some sort of slashing playmaker that can kind of take some of that pressure off him. Yeah, Dwayne Wade, Kyrie Irving.
1: Yes. So they
0: have Anthony Davis, but the LeBron formula, we he haven't needs- seen it without that second, that Robin, if you will.
1: Yeah, he needs that little, that quick guy. I wonder, because I think during the season, did we kind of see that connection during, uh, between him and Alex Caruso?
0: We, yeah, but they're just not Dwayne Wade or Kyrie. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, but I mean yeah.
0: but <laughs> they got I give, the chemistry though.
1: I give him, I give him that. Is that is that he's LeBron may be um, a hard teammate because it is the like to work with essentially because it is the LeBron show. But I do notice that he uh, is willing to try to build some sort of connection. But you're right. Now that, you, now that you bring that up, you're 100% right. Um, and, again, how do you stop a guy as hot as Dame
0: Dalla? <laughs> Get Avery Bradley in the bubble immediately. Get Rondo yeah. healthy immediately. Yeah. Because, I mean, the, the problem is you need – because Anthony Davis can guard the perimeter. But if you're going to go crazy and put him on a guard, you're going to have to do some other things with your lineup. And you can't just have multiple LeBron James. And frankly, LeBron's not quick enough anymore to stay on the perimeter with those guys. Damian Lillard, I think, is the hardest guy to guard in the entire NBA. Mm -hmm. And so when your backcourt is a little shallow, that's a matchup nightmare. And like I said, Nurkic and Whiteside are going to give you problems because that's the only team in the NBA that can really match up with that physical power of anthony davis you're doing it by committee right but that's going to slow him down and he had a bad game one straight up
1: yes and here's another thing that and this is much easier said than done but transition defense needs to be the lakers just just focus because it seems like in transition is when Dame uses his speed yeah. to kind of move beyond that Lakers defense, and then mm-hmm. the Lakers are all going, "Wait, where did he go? Where did yeah. he go?" Yeah, and so again, again, I, I, I guess it's just, "Hey, Lakers, speed it up, and uh, we'll see what you can do."
0: Before we move on, do you have a prediction for this series
1: for Lakers? Yeah, uh, uh I I don't I, I'm Honestly, I'm going to say Trailblazers in seven.
0: I'm going to say Trailblazers in seven as well.
1: I love a good underdog. And and when you've got a chip on your shoulder, very similar to Cleveland and Golden State. Yeah. Very similar to, oh, you guys think you're the monsters. You guys think you're this, you know, next level team will watch us win. And that is, and you're right. Nobody necessarily believes in the trailblazers right now, but that is what they believe in themselves. And yeah. I think that's what we're going to see. So, so jazz in seven and blazers in seven, baby.
0: <laughs> How about that? How about that? So now we're going to get into a very uh, fun part of the show here and I'll have to put a uh, video together for this too. Uh, Cause frankly, this isn't great radio, but that's all the more reason you should subscribe to Hoopstradamus on YouTube. We have 13 followers you could be 14, Andrea. Who oh, knows? 100%. And the people listening could be 15, 16, 17. You know, who knows?
1: <laughs> yep. And one day we are going to be in the thousands. I say we. You are going to be in the thousands. <laughs> and I will hop back on when I'm on ESPN or something.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. Anyway, so we're doing a little uniform power rankings. Yes, sir. Because we were talking about how awesome those old school jazz uniforms were during the, yes. uh, I can't remember who they were playing, but they were wearing those in the, the seating games. And I was like, dude, how fresh are those? Yeah,
1: yeah. the Purple Mountains.
0: Yeah, and then you text me about the, the Nuggets uniforms. And so, yep. both extremely cool. I've got to get a few honorable mentions out before, because like, this is really hard. This is really hard. So I have a few teams that didn't make the list. You lose some sleep over this one, Adam. I haven't slept in three days. Just thinking about (laughs) uniforms. (laughs) Um, So the teams that didn't make the list, all from the 1990s era. Okay. The Vancouver Grizzlies. Okay. Yeah. I'm talking about that. Teal Grizzlies. And, you know, take a close look at the trim on the shoulders and the neck with that, like, uh pacific northwest type vibe extremely cool looking it's, oh wow yeah yes
1: I'm taking, I'm taking a look at it myself currently just so i can know i could
0: yeah refresh funny. yourself here yeah i have a mike bibby uh vancouver grizzlies throwback i i save it for special occasions but that's the part i always marvel at and that's the reason i can't wear it that much because i'm like geez this is too nice i can't can't spill beer on this or something. No, sir. No beer, no ketchup, no mustard. Exactly. Uh, the early 90s Phoenix Suns. Okay. With, the, with that purple, sometimes they would do the black, uh, in, in the white homes were sick too. But I'm a big fan of like a big graphic on the front of the jersey, as you'll soon find out. And then my final um, honorable mention here, the Houston Rockets. The late 90s Houston Rockets, I'm talking about the pinstripes. It's like, you know, Ooh,
1: uh, yeah.
0: Yao Ming's rookie year, he had those bad boys. Uh, a lot of that Steve Francis era, uh, the very end of the uh, Charles Barkley-Hakim Olajuwon That's game. when
1: they had the angry shark-looking uh, Rocket, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I Feel like fun. that. I like that.
0: So go ahead. I'll let you have the floor here. Or the you, want just,
1: you want me to, you want to alternate uh, one each or you want me to just go down my list?
0: Ooh, I like that. Yeah. We'll, we'll go one each. So we'll start with five and just work our way down.
1: All right. So I'm going to start with, okay, well, I guess I mentioned today's nuggets, but we already kind of said that. So I'll take them off my list. I'm going to go back to Tracy McGrady, Mac, Orlando okay. Magic. I, that's just because that's one of those jerseys that I just think that if anybody has it on, I got to tap them on the shoulder and be like, Hey, that's a sick Jersey. (laughs) It's and and those colors and that old school. Um, it's just, again, it's just that vibe of, Pin you're right the pinstripe and uh just a time of a type of basketball where there was going to be some fist fights and some pushing and shoving out on the court and I just that's what that's my number five
0: yeah they are on my list too and I'll, I'll just leave it at that really okay yeah, they're on my list too yeah because uh I, I uh, mac kind of he they would wear those uh, star spangled ones is like their primary a lot. But then I know exactly the one you're talking about with the with the black and the pinstripes, or it could be the blue with the yep. pinstripes. Yeah. That, that Penny Hardaway, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh man. Yep. Those are so got the
1: Got the star as the A of the yeah. magic. Yeah. Just just again, I just think it holds a lot of nostalgia and also go, takes us back to a time of a different type of basketball.
0: Yeah. I like that. I like that. Uh, So number five, I have the Utah Jazz 90s. And they could easily be my number one. Oh,
1: okay. They're on my list too.
0: Yeah, they got to be. They got to be on anyone's list. Uh, For me, you want to talk nostalgia here. This is when I was just starting to get really, really into basketball. Uh, The 1998 NBA Finals. I'm just a little kid watching with my family. And, you know, John Stockton became one of my favorite players and uh somebody when i was you know growing up playing basketball i wanted to be like john stockton but the the mountains the the detail on the jersey as well in the color scheme uh beautiful just incredible yeah
1: really really truly like just an attractive like looking like when we brought them back this year and we even brought the court back too with the with the like icicle jazz logo in the oh. middle.
0: Oh, the little snowflake action.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. So good. So, so good. So
1: good. So good. And that's exactly what I bought was one of those shirts to to just just bring it back. Um okay, my turn? Yeah. Um, okay, now we're coming in at number four. Vince Carter. And yeah, Masters. that's my number four. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I love what is it a barbed wire or like it's scratches? Just,
0: yeah, I don't know what that. It's like kind of pinstripey, but it's very unique. It's not you can't very. really call it a pinstripe.
1: Very, and I like the the rigid above the names, and again, Vince Carter. I mean, just the king of throwing down. Uh, and again, that purple red color scheme but yeah. it, but for me i think what took this was the um unique barbed wire pin striped scratches
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i Here's mean a
1: description I, of it I,
0: it's I, that's why you got to have the video that's why we we'll have a video of this portion up on the youtube channel cuz yeah you you got to see it uh yeah man a, a time of high flying with uh briefly we had Tracy McGrady and Vince Carter on the same team in those yeah. jerseys I wish time could have just stayed still.
1: <laughs> so much fun. So just, we, go ahead.
0: I, I'm just going to pass right back to you for number three since we got the same number four.
1: All right, number three. No, we are – I've got the shirt on. Uh, I mean, it's not this year, but i got the Pistons on. I'm going to throw it back to the old school Pistons logo. Yeah. The Grant, the Grant Hill era of yeah. that turquoise a stallion on fire
0: yeah a horse on fire man yeah
1: just (laughs) i miss those colors so much because what other team has those colors i mean i guess maybe the magic have some sort of blue but that turquoisey teal is so cool and again um if you look at the jersey the pistons like the actual word uh is blowing out smoke out of the like Pipes. like The tailpipes, a- like a piston. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Horsepower. I There's a lot it. going on there. I love Motor their... Motor city. Motor city, baby. At least should have been on my honorable mentions, but as a Bulls okay. fan, I don't know. You know? I know, right? right. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So my number three is the Atlanta Hawks, late 90s. Okay. I mean, you have an entire bird of prey, like, <laughs> wrapping around the side of your body, and... <laughs> The jerseys are somehow multiple colors. I don't know if I call it black or I call it red, but it's black and red. And uh, I think Dikembe Mutombo, Mookie Blaylock, uh, Steve Smith, so some good teams there. But yeah. like I said, I love jerseys with a big graphic on the front, and those are just okay. filthy. I love all the colors, and much like the Utah Jazz during that era, they had such a cool – uh, court design to match the unis
1: yeah and that's a big give take because sometimes they throw down those courts that match the uniforms and i'm like what's going on at the center of the court like i don't yeah. get that why is there like an ombre i just, i'm always questioning that so if if the court can match the unis man, you're making my list
0: absolutely absolutely all right so now uh back to you for number two
1: all right, number two. So this one also, again, with the nostalgia, and um, and I just dig the black. Alan Iverson Ooh, and the, yeah. Sixers. Yeah. the Sixers.
0: Coach Leo is gonna love hearing that.
1: Oh, good. I'm, I'm all here for it. It's, it, it just, it's one of those again. It's just one of those where I often have to just take a second look and be like, man, I gotta get myself one of those. Um, the black and red is a badass combination, mm-hmm. and uh, and and it's just that that blue the basketball all of it. I can yeah. sit here and I'm staring at it right now, and I'm just going, "That's clean. That's yeah. clean," and also screams '90s, and I and I love that.
0: In the big, uh, I don't I don't want to call it a sleeve, but the big shoulder, the wider shoulders,
1: falling off of <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it yeah. really
0: was like. I don't know if they were literally made because of Allen Iverson, but it screams Allen Iverson. Yeah, it's, like the muscle tee. yeah. Yeah, it, it seems to match his style of play, his swagger, the yep. style he had off the court that made him such a cultural icon, not just an incredible basketball player. Like his cultural presence and basketball presence really kind of played into each other, and that yes. jersey kind of – tied it all together with a nice, neat little bow. Because if you were rocking that Sixers jersey, it wasn't like you were rocking some other basketball jersey.
1: Yes, you were rocking with him. He had a a personality on and off the court. And when you represent that, when you wear that jersey, you you, uh, connect with him personally in some way, I think so.
0: Yeah. So my number two, and it helps when your team wins 72 games, uh so the 40 year anniversary i believe it was 30 or 40 i don't know what okay yeah 30 30 uh the chicago bulls 1995-96 pinstripes
1: Ooh. because the bulls
0: already got clean jerseys yeah they do
1: they do it's it's a clean respectable jersey yeah
0: but then you come back in 95-96 you add dennis rodman to the mix And, oh, yeah, our alternate jersey, it's going to have pinstripes on it. And we have Michael Jordan, and he's hungrier than hell. And so I feel like that one, they probably – like if that team didn't do well, if that team didn't win 72 games, I don't know if they make my list. But the team itself made the jerseys cooler. Wow, yeah.
1: I actually might put – I should have replaced that with uh, the Orlando Magic on my list. These are sick.
0: Yeah, I, I have a Rodman one I got for my 21st birthday. Uh, so the '91 in the pinstripes—it's iconic—and uh, I hope the Bulls wear it more. But frankly, they're not worthy to right now. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. We could just move forward. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so who you got, number one?
1: Number one. You already said it, uh, John Stockton, and the there mass. it is. There it mass is. I knew it. I mean, I'm a little biased because I'm a part of this team essentially these are my guys i'm over there all the time but i'm even just looking at a photo of donovan mitchell and rudy gobert in the current ones and the light blue the purple it fades into the white and then on the bottom of the shorts they've got the mountains on the bottom of the shorts i'm just looking at the whole uniform and i'm going these guys must have hyperspeed because they just look so icy
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good way of putting it. I mean, just so 90s. It's cool, you know? Like It is cool. I, I think of Jerry Sloan, I think oh, yeah. of uh you know, like the 1998 uh NBA films v- VHS I had where, oh, you know, wow, Adam. it gets to the Bulls Jazz Finals and there's, like, some sort of pan flute or something. Like, some sort of in the Utah Jazz. And it's like, doo, and, <laughs> and then it's, you know, Jerry Sloan's face. And then, like, slow motion John Stockton and Karl Malone walking out. in they're super cool uniforms. And you're like, oh, this is going to be crazy. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs>
1: so. and, was, and 100%. And here's the thing, like, and I live downtown Salt Lake City. We are actually in uh, essentially like a pit of mountains like we are okay of salt lake is surrounded by mountains and it's it's one of those things where if we didn't have some sort of a mountain on something man it's not us so i'm so glad that these came around and have essentially stuck around
0: absolutely glad they're back uh my number one is that uh orlando magic
1: Oh geez, I just was gonna switch it with the Bulls, and you're gonna put it at number one. So what makes it good enough to go above your team?
0: I mean, I so I try to leave my biases out of it. You know what I mean? It's hard being a a huge Bulls fan, but it's just so clean. I love the script font. Okay, I think that's super cool. Uh, I mean, if you noticed, every single one of my even my honorable mentions our 1990s jerseys.
1: Well, I mean, who gives a crap about any of the recent ones?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, th- that was the, the Jersey golden era, if you will. And so that 90s feel to it and, uh, you know, that 30 for 30, this magic moment, it's one of my favorites. Kay. And, I mean, you can't get more entertaining, really. You can maybe tie than Penny and Shaq.
1: I know. I know. Yeah. What a, what a dynamic, just tandem. Yeah. Just, yeah.
0: I mean, you have that, like the blue ones are sick too. The black ones are sick. The white ones are sick. All of them are essentially the same Jersey, but super clean pinstripes that doesn't overpower the uh, color, whether it's the blue or the white. And like you said, If you see someone with that jersey, you gotta tap them on the shoulder and be like, "Yo, nice team! Yeah, yeah. Nice, uh, you know, nice Penny Hardaway jersey." I was just gonna say, there's a there's
1: an authentic Penny Hardaway jersey being sold right now for three hundred and fifty dollars.
0: Good lord! Good lord!
1: We make an investment.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shoot. I guess that just about does it, Andrea. Do you have any closing thoughts before we wrap this one up?
1: Closing thoughts. Um, I'll be honest. Uh, The jersey thing was fun. I've never really actually taken a look back. Um, When it comes to jerseys I actually own, it's uh, the Dennis Rodman, but classic Chicago Bulls. And I also have a Ben Wallace.
0: Ooh, okay, okay.
1: um, Where there was kind of like a little bit of a V-neck at the top. Oh, nice, nice. Okay back in the day yeah yeah um, i know the
0: one you're t- yeah yeah
1: yeah so that's what i have for i think for basketball i'm trying to think oh i also have a Tune squad jersey like you got school. to oh we didn't we didn't talk oh, about we didn't talk this. about this we yeah, got, it's got it's one it's more it's thing it. we got one Straight more thing up.
0: all right here we go we both dropped the ball there it was on yeah, my yeah. list
1: yeah 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 it was we got two into the jerseys or just two into the throwbacks here's the so so lebron james and they just released the brand new Tune squad space jam jerseys now I'm not going to rain on the parade because some little kid in today's world is going to grow gonna love up. Yeah. He's going to love him. He's yeah. going to love him. But I just don't know if we need a whole target on our entire side body.
0: Well, LeBron has had a target on his back his whole career. So <laughs> wow, it's no different.
1: Connection. <laughs> no, I didn't know if the logo needed to go into the shorts. Yeah. Because now if you don't tuck in your jersey perfectly – just as a girl, I noticed these things. The the the, the circles are it's not, not lined line up? up? yeah. And then it's going to be all like all, all cattywampus, yeah. And and here's the thing: like, be different. You got to be different. But maybe put the maybe just put the logo on your side, and then maybe on the bottom corner of the short, similar to how the mountains are with the jazz. Mm-hmm. But when you have a whole logo connecting in a short and a top, any sort of movement. And your uniform is out of whack.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I, I know.
1: I mean, we got CGI and got a lot of editing. But again, not my favorite. But you're talking to someone who grew up with the original Space Jam. So what do those you? Those jerseys are of? better.
0: Those jerseys are better. The originals are far and away better. Michael Jordan is way better than LeBron James. Oh boy. So I mean, I don't want to open up that. Pandora's box, but I think most uh, people would agree with me. I mean, the guy won six championships, essentially uh, did that in, you know, like seven and a half years, you know? I mean, he he took a year off. You can't even count that one. The dude just kept winning, and he looked good while he was doing it. But do you think that LeBron
1: James is the next best option to be the Space Jam person? Yeah. Who would would be your new Space Jam person?
0: Maybe Steph Curry.
1: I'm like, Steph Curry.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. LeBron James is an awesome pick, and he has been essentially the face of basketball for a long time, so I don't have an issue with it. But I do – you know, Steph Curry's jersey constantly is – when I see little kids in basketball jerseys, about half the time it's Steph. And so I think yeah. that that's someone that – People are growing up idolizing. He's having a huge influence on the game, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get – there's no wrong answer here, though, between the two.
1: Oh, 100%. And you're right. And and Curry has kids of his own, too. I mean, Mm -hmm. so does LeBron. But I think that you just see even his wife, Aisha, doing the cookbook. They're a very family-oriented team. But LeBron's got to have some um, guys in the movie with him on his roster.
0: Clay Thompson I saw I was excited about that I looked up the uh, the roster up the other day I don't remember off the top of my head I am excited I'm gonna go see the movie I'm gonna have tempered uh, expectations
1: hundred percent I'm gonna be wearing my space jam uniform God. in the movie theater just ready to go
0: perfect perfect <laughs> i I might have to go uh, dig my uh, bugs bunny stuffed animal out of the out of the basement you know wherever seat. the
1: hell that is
0: yeah I don't know maybe it's long gone it's probably long gone but yeah I agree between this jersey battle it's got to be the OG space
1: A so. 100% at least we agree on something no I'm
0: kidding awesome awesome well thank you so much for hopping on and uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to uh, our guy, Evan Butress, who made our logo for us. If you want to check out more of Evan's work, you can check that out at The Wax Cowboy on Instagram. His DMs are open if you're looking to get some work done. He also does a lot of really good work uh, making beer labels. Uh, New Image Brewing uh, is one of his his bigger clients. So he, he does great work. He did great work for us. So always want to give him a shout-out on the end of the show. And, Andrea, thank you so much for hopping on, Who We'll have you back on early and often, hopefully.
1: Yeah, yeah. And if, I mean, hey, if we see the Jazz heading into the second round of these playoffs, we got to talk.
0: Absolutely.
1: We got to talk because I don't know if we'll see a third round.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I told you already, you're my favorite person to talk jazz with. And so, friend of the program, thank you very much. Yes, sir. We'll see you all next time.